This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm a compliance evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program. I'm proud to have as my sponsor for the month of March, Oversight Systems, with the recently released Department of Justice evaluation of corporate compliance programs, it has become mandatory that companies operationalize their compliance program. Oversight's automated transaction monitoring solution, Insights on Demand for FCPA, provides a centralized transaction monitoring system that automatically identifies risky activity and facilitates efficient resolution of any issues. The analytics look for behaviors or patterns of compliance risk across expense reports, transaction in T&E, invoices and payments in AP, and further operationalizes your compliance program. Insights on Demand enables companies to easily demonstrate to the executive board and, most importantly, the Department of Justice, they are proactively operationalizing their compliance program through monitoring business transactions for FCPA risk and acting on those exceptions. A continuous monitoring program, such as oversights, can be an important component of operationalizing your compliance program as it addresses the DOJ's guidelines for compliance monitoring, communication with employees, compliance evidence, and audit trails. The February release of the Department of Justice's Evaluation of Compliance Program has mandated that you operationalize your compliance program. Through this one-month series, I will provide you specific steps by which you can operationalize your compliance program. In each day, I will address one issue and then give you three key takeaways. By the end of the month, you should have some significant steps that you can take to operationalize your compliance program. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program. Day 17, Operationalizing Compliance Through a Business Rationale. The Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs in Prong 10 Third-Party Management asks the following question. What was the business rationale for the use of the third party in question? That question should form one of the most basic tools to operationalize your compliance program and also should form the basis of your third party risk management process. It is common sense that you would have a business rationale to hire or utilize a third party. If the third party is in your sales chain of your international business organization, It is important to understand why you need to have a particular third party representing your company. The concept enshrined in the FCPA guidance and brought forward in the evaluation says, companies should have an understanding of the business rationale for for including third party in the transaction. Among other things, the company should understand the role of and need for the third party and ensure that compliance terms specifically describe the services to be performed. Interestingly, the Internal Revenue Service also considers a business rationale to be an important part of any best practices compliance program. 
the lack of a business rationale is considered by the IRS to be a red flag as indicia of corruption. So when you have the Department of Justice, Securities and Exchange Commission all noting the importance of a business rationale, it is clear that this is something important for your compliance program, but I would also advocate that it more operationalizes your compliance program. Because the business rationale provides your company the opportunity to help drive compliance into the fabric of your everyday business operations. This is done by requiring the employee who prepares the business rationale to be the business sponsor of that third party. The business sponsor can be can provide the most direct means of communication to the third party and can be a point of contact for compliance issues. Tyco International takes this approach in its seven-step process for third-party qualifications. Tyco breaks the first step into two parts, which include, number one, a business sponsor, where you identify a business sponsor or primary contact for the third party within your company. This requires not only business unit buy-in, but business unit accountability for the business relationship and puts the onus on each stakeholder to more fully operationalize this portion of your compliance program. The second part is the business rationale, which a business sponsor should articulate a commercial reason to initiate or continue work with a third party. You need to determine how this third party will fit into the company's value chain and whether they will become a strategic partner or if they will only be involved in a one-off transaction. So what information should go into the business rationale? At the most basic level, you should craft a document which works both for you as the compliance practitioner and the business folks in the business unit of your company. There are some basic concepts which include the following. You need to name the business sponsor and provide contact information for both the business sponsor and the proposed third party. You need to inquire into how the business sponsor came to know about the third party because it is a red flag for a customer or government representative to point you towards a specific third party. You should inquire into what services the third party will perform for your company, the length of time, and the compensation rate for that party. You will also need an explanation of why this specific third party should be used as opposed to an existing or other third party. Finally, all of this information needs to be written down and then signed by the business sponsor. Another way to think about this issue is by considering the competence of foreign business partners to provide services to your organization. Such considerations would include a review of the qualifications of the candidate for subject matter expertise, the resources to perform the services for which they are being considered, and identifying the representative's expected activities for your company. More detailed inquiries could include the relevant business unit which desires to obtain the services of the foreign business partner to provide you with a business rationale, including the current opportunities in the geographic uh, territory, how the candidate was identified, and why no current existing third-party relationships can provide the requested services. Your next inquiry should focus on the terms of engagement, including the condition rate, the terms of the agreement, and what territory may be covered, and if such third-party relationship will be exclusive within the territory. Remember, the purpose of the business rationale is to document the satisfactoriness of the business case to retain a third party. The business rationale should be included in the compliance review file assembled on every third party at the time of the initial certification and, again, when the third-party relationship is renewed. As explained by the ongoing and off-quoted Tom Fox mantra for compliance, this means document, document, document. So what are the three key takeaways for today? Number one, 
you should always have a business reason for using a third party, which is articulated by the business unit, not by the compliance function. This provides two important operationalization components of your compliance program. Number one, why are you entering into a contract with this third party? What can they do for you that somebody else can't do better or hasn't done better or is not even currently doing better? Second, you force the business unit to take ownership of that third party. This is truly pushing compliance down into the fabric of your organization. Number two, a business sponsor is the key relationship going forward in operationalizing your compliance program through the life of the third-party relationship with your company. It is your business sponsor who is going to meet with the, the third party, who will communicate compliance to your third party, who may be involved in training of compliance Uh, on your compliance program to the third party. In short, your business sponsor is your on-the-ground eyes and ears and contact for information both upstream and downstream with a third party. Number three, and I cannot say it enough, always document, document, document this relationship. Document the business justification. Document why you're going to use this person. What's the business case for using this person? This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for joining me on day 17 to in one month to operationalizing your compliance program, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 18. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of How to Operationalize Your Compliance Program. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you've listened to this podcast via iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us. It would help in our rankings and help get the word out about how to learn about operationalizing your compliance program in one month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.